0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special edition of Down in Flames. This is our quarantine special part one. Part one. So uh, I'm Kyle here with you tonight. We have Christian Taylor coming along with us. What's up? You spelled
1: quarantine wrong. Did I just
0: spell quarantine wrong? (laughs) (laughs) What else? All right. (laughs) We got Peyton <laughs> <laughs> and coming to us from Connecticut welcome back everybody Thomas the return Ben-cerio. the return thank good you Tony, Tony Reale good to have you back. UConn to
2: the Yukon Husky himself all lowercase Thomas
0: <laughs> <laughs> how are things up there in Connecticut are you all quarantined Dude. just like New York is it is it dreary
3: all quarantine grocery store and that's it grocery <laughs> store and that is it at least today some good weather up here it wasn't the uh, frigid tundra that uh, that i've been used to the last few months so it's good it's been good i'm not going stir crazy yet
0: take uh you... be out for a walk or two
3: or 10 or 10 <laughs> every hour basically there was no, a... it's getting to that point it, it is getting to that point what is this three weeks at least i think here
0: Work from home three weeks, I think. I'm going on our third week working from home. Yeah,
3: yeah. I think this is. It's yeah. been three plus weeks now. Um, Whoo, I'm going sir crazy. Glad, glad to have something to do. This is great. I wish we had more to talk about, but
0: yeah, but at I, least this first edition, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll have a lot. We haven't done a lot of shows this year, but we're back in business in a, a new way here, in a new format. A new I format. like this. Hopefully, we can uh, give you all something uh, to enjoy yourselves with tonight. And uh, make fun of my spelling as it's not the greatest. And But that's why I'm going for a sport management major and not an English major. So there you go. Audio journalism not written. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you can read your writing. I, sometimes I can't. Oh, Kyle, I can.
3: if you had a couple of kids right now, you could be homeschooling them right now. So ooh, be yeah. glad you don't have to do that. You don't have to teach your kids how to spell
0: right now. Uh, I'm very <laughs> grateful for that in many different ways. So,
3: See, Kyle, from
2: from here on out, because you're talking about the audio journalism, uh, just when you say a particular word, if I feel like I hear that it was misspelled, I'm going to call you on. Mm.
0: <laughs> if you hear that it was misspelled, <laughs> yeah, the
2: diction
3: was off a little bit in the beginning.
2: Like, Kyle, I think you misspelled Michigan State University there. Uh,
0: kind
3: of <laughs>
2: surprising.
0: I don't think I'd do that one, but you never know. So
3: He knows that one better than his own name.
0: Yeah. But, all right, so let's go ahead and get started. Uh, obviously, the biggest news, while we're a little bit behind on here, the the coronavirus, it's been a bummer. Never in my life thought that we would see professional sports and collegiate sports come to a screeching halt. So I feel like we're in a dream. It does I really
3: do. I, I really feel like this isn't real life or, or something. I don't. I don't know. Obviously, we're going to be here to provide a, a kind of a distraction today, hopefully. Um, and there's a lot of serious things going on, but wow, no, this really—it it feels like a dream to not have any sports. At all like at all. We we have what like WrestleMania and and like some UFC fights (laughs) here and there, and that's it.
0: Yeah. I mean you have which you guys don't care, but uh as a NASCAR fan, they've had virtual (laughs) virtual racing for NASCAR every week. They only gonna do it one time. They've done three. Well, Kyle, the
3: NBA has had two K tournaments, all right? So
0: (laughs) the one up yet. yet. True. I think they did start, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the other night. Um, yeah, I, in my driver for the first time this past Sunday, he actually got his first NASCAR victory ever because that's how he got to start was actually an iRacing William Byron. So, um, fun times right there. Uh, but as you all know, we've talked about this before. Um, one of my favorite things that I look forward to the most during March Madness is I look forward to the theme song of March Madness more than anything. And so when things got canceled, I became very sad. And this is a little something from me from from that day. That's the wrong video. (laughs) (laughs) Getting used to this. So this time of year, my ringtone is normally this. March Madness, everybody's favorite time of year, right? So, my ringtone now is going to be... Gosh. <laughs> it's so sad. I mean, that is the single sporting event that I look forward to more than anything all year, just because of the tragedy that goes along with it. It is the... Well, college basketball is not my favorite sport. It is the single favorite time for any sport events throughout the year. Bigger than the Super Bowl for me, bigger than MLB playoffs. I Pay- live. Peyton much- has
3: days off specifically scheduled yeah. on, his, on his calendar. He takes days off from work. <laughs> oh, that's that's Andy. That's Andy. That oh, I thought I, didn't you do off. that last year? You didn't do that last. I year? did not. So oh, I I, okay. in
2: our, um, yeah, we would we would watch the games at the office, but. Kyle, I've, I've got to ask, is the tournament your favorite because your team has a chance?
0: Probably, but my team has had a chance for like ever since I was 10. So, I mean, then you can pick up like like your other college five football.
2: It's, it's a little bit more difficult. NFL, yeah, you're far away from that one too. It's like I've wondered if, and I'm not trying to take <laughs> a jab, but like I, I tend to be no, more excited I, when my team has a chance. 100%. Which,
0: it's true. I mean, I probably wouldn't get as excited for March Madness had I not known that I'd be able to look forward to watching Tom Izzo lead a team, hopefully, to the Final Four. Um, it was definitely a disappointment. And it, for, for me, the biggest disappointment for March Madness this year for me was both for Liberty, for one, just because I was looking forward to seeing what could happen there. True. and then But mm-hmm. Cassius Winston has been one of my favorite players in MSU history all along. Class act guy strong Christian character, been through hell and back that year was losing his brother early in the season. And you just – everybody I felt like was pulling for him going into his senior year, into the tournament. Well, well, plus,
3: you, you guys had a really good year. Probably a top 10, maybe top 5 team going yeah. into the tournament. I mean, brought, to win it,
0: right? preseason number one dropped out of the top 25 and then w- won a whole lot of good games to get a share of the Big Ten title. At the end of the year, they just – And the then if you look at –
3: betting odds they were probably top five at least what it seemed like from from people i was looking at top top five betting team to win it all and so that you know that that, that's a bummer that really is for any of those teams any of those seniors that aren't going to be able to come back
0: yeah i mean so it's not just even seniors through msu i mean it's seniors across the board that like uh, Liberty, yep. the guys got to play in the tournament last year and got a tournament win last year. So I mean, that's probably their high that they're going to have anyway. But knowing that they got to go back to back years to get in the tournament and then not be able to go, I mean, it's definitely a disappointment. Um, so that for me, that was definitely the biggest uh, disappointment for COVID. I, d- I don't know about you guys, what your feelings on that are, but I,
3: I think I think that one's up there. I, I think. Up there for me is opening day, right? And we'll probably get a semblance of opening day. (laughs) And and I I know Peyton hates baseball, hates it with a passion. But honestly, opening day is similar to like opening day for March Madness to me, where it's, you know, spring is, you know, summer's about to kick in, you know, good weather's coming, summer's around the corner, baseball's here. My Yan- Again, it, it has a lot to do with Yankees usually being good as well, too. And this is probably the most anticipated year as a Yankees fan we've had in a, in a while. Um, so what we'll, we'll get, hopefully, hopefully, I don't know. We're going to talk about baseball in a little bit, but hopefully we'll still get an opening day this year. But it's not going to be the same, right? No. It's not going to be the same. So, so opening day like? at the end of March – that, that one, losing that one, that one hurts probably the most to me okay, because dude. that hits home to, like, five-year-old Thomas, you know, you know almost the end of the year of school. Like, you know, that's, that's elementary Thomas right there. Like, opening day is here. So that, was, baby, that, that hit home.
0: Baby Thomas. Yeah. So, all right, and then I'm going to assume it's the same for you, Peyton, right? I mean, opening day had to be your biggest 100%. disappointment. He's a,
3: he's a big Cincinnati Reds fan. Yeah, because I
2: was really looking forward to having my uh, I'm, you know, protesting the season party, but I couldn't have the party because it was going to be more than 10 people. So, (laughs) yeah, it all just got ruined. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, for for what it for what it is, opening day is a huge historic day for sports. um, And it's I mean, it's a big deal all over the country. So, I mean, the whole thing, even if it's not a sport I'm a huge fan of, it's just a bummer seeing everything get shut down like this. And we understand why, but um, yeah, it's just just not wonderful for all of us fans.
0: Yeah.
1: And then Christian, for you. Uh, so, of course, March Madness, that'd be first and foremost, but a couple of different things. One, right around now would be the Masters. And granted, we're going to have it in November, which I think is going to be amazing, especially we'll see what happens. Leaves changing maybe. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. Do they uh, do they change
3: and do they change in Georgia? I think they so. A little, yeah. A yeah. little
1: bit. I mean, so we'll see. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, that's that's the start of like good times getting towards the summer. Uh spring and so it's weird not having the masters. Um other thing for me, uh Liverpool was two wins away uh from winning their first Premier League title in 30 years.
3: I thought they and gave it to them today,
1: didn't they? Not not yet. They're still working okay. through all that. I mean, soccer is a lot, like, without going into a whole thing, soccer is, like, a lot more difficult to stop the season than other sports because promotion, relegation, that can be millions of dollars at play for certain teams, can be the livelihood of teams, and so that's this whole other thing. But they're two wins away, and they're racing towards the title. They're 25 points ahead of the next top team, which is eight wins. And... They're trying to beat it. They're trying to beat COVID and it didn't happen. So now everybody's like, what's going to happen? So that'd be the other thing for me because I was looking forward to that so much.
0: Yeah. Just in general, I mean, I, I we talked about the beginning to start the show off, but never in my lifetime would I have thought that you would see this happen where the sports world completely comes to a halt. With the exception was, of a few adult, things, The whole but, world.
3: I mean, you could say the whole world has come to a halt. Basically. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. You know, 95%. Too,
3: yeah. 95% of America's stay home right now. So it's crazy. Yeah. Go, sorry. Yeah. No, you're good.
1: Like last time, like something like this happened was 1918 with the Spanish flu. And like sports weren't really around then. Like baseball. Yeah, baseball. A bit, that's, maybe yeah. hockey a tiny bit. But yeah. that's it. And so it, it's unparalleled, even though, like, there's been times when the world has stopped before. You had nothing like this.
0: Well, they had horse racing on back then, and horse racing is <laughs> my, the bad, one thing my bad. My That didn't stop this time either. So you can still watch your uh, your uh, pony, I guess. They're having problems
1: for, for that with a while, too, because mm-hmm. crowds were going to the horse tracks. Yeah. Uh, and so, so many people were still getting sick, even from that.
0: Yeah. So for me, I I wasn't taking it super seriously leading up to. um, I mean, I knew it was something to be concerned about, but I was definitely on the side of like, oh, we don't have to worry about this. It's being blown out of proportion. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, I wouldn't stop my life for the flu. Like, why would I stop it for this? It's funny how for me, the sports world changing is really what changed my mentality. Sure. Like, oh, this is a definitely. really big deal. Like, yeah. I should I should definitely be taking this seriously. It was like all those things coming to a stop. Like. So I I made fun of it when when the NBA first canceled. I was like, oh, a bunch of pansies. Not that I care that (laughs) NBA season ending, but whatever. And then slowly, uh, one conference tournament is canceled. Oh, no, fans are in attendance. Oh, they're still going to have it. But again, no fans anywhere for the NCAA tournament. Oh, these teams are backing out, saying they're not going to send their teams. And you knew, like, okay, this is happening. Like, we are going to see. And you hoped that you could maybe see the NCAA tournament, like, be able to get a, a postpone. But when you think about yeah, it, there's no way they real. could have postponed it. I mean, the scheduling nightmare that comes to that to be set up for all the venues and everything else, you have to have a line in the place, hotels, everything. It just wasn't possible. It had to become to a cancellation. Seriously. But so speaking of that, on to the NCAA tournament here. So let's talk a little bit about, even though the NCAA tournament didn't happen, um, we can talk a little bit about kind of who some of our favorites were that we were really looking forward to seeing in the tournament, um, some of our predictions that we thought we would have. Um for me, obviously, being a Spartan fan, was very excited to be able to watch MSU basketball in the NCAA tournament. But I really wanted to watch that Dayton Flyers team in the tournament. That, that team was just so, such a senior class that had been through there. And to be able to see a team, I mean, Dayton, while they were in the tournament, made a run a few years ago to see a mid-major team ranked number four in the country going into the tournament. And you with, just had
3: the player of the year.
0: And, yeah, yeah. exactly the player of the year yeah,
3: we'll be topping one one player of the year yeah they were i mean complete team i i admittedly
2: didn't watch like hardly any of them during the year um but you know when the sports world comes to a halt you have a little bit more free time on your hands uh and going back i mean they uh, again they were just all around they were very fluid you could tell that they had experience um unlike most of the big-name teams that were trying to make a push uh, but kept falling out of that top spot, like Duke and Kansas. Um, you know, a lot more youth on their teams. Dayton had that experience going for them.
3: Well, the weird the weird thing was you had Dayton, but you also had San Diego State up there in the Seriously. top ten. Yeah. And, and
0: yeah.
3: potentially, at, I mean, off my memory, they were in contention for a number one seed as well. Number one, number which two. Is weird. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to have potentially two – mid-major one seeds if not a two seed but it's very rare that you're having two mid-majors up there and you know we mentioned liberty that was going to be in there this this was a very heavy mid-major year overall that was going to be for the tournament because there was no powerhouse it was kansas who um and and you know msu was definitely up there duke was up there but there's no powerhouse there was no clear top teams not just even a top team but there was no clear top teams that were going to set them apart from the rest so you had a lot of mid-majors which usually means a lot of upsets so we were going to probably see a lot of upsets which typically you love in the first weekend or two um which was going to make for a great opening weekend for march madness typically
0: yeah
2: so yeah well even just during the the regular season every other game is an upset game perceived you know Uh, obviously major teams teams, were fantastic
3: right How many different number one seeds did we have during the year it
0: changed right. like every week, easily. Right, it was mm-hmm. wild. Yeah, I mean, so our t- the top ten you, t- you talked about on there. I mean, you had for the top twenty-five for AP: Kansas, one, Gonzaga, Dayton, mid-major, Florida State, Baylor, San Diego State, Creighton, Kentucky. Mid-major. Yep, Kentucky mid-major. Kentucky, or sorry, Creighton mid-major. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> That wasn't meant to be a joke, but that's a good job. So uh, Creighton, Kentucky, Michigan. Spurs, Creighton, Dillon, so Creighton Planova. counts as a
3: mid-major? Do they count the Big I, East the, as a mid-major? I, I, don't, I don't think Creighton's a, a mid-major. I mean, no, the Big I East is one, so, of the right?
2: bigger, is one of the bigger
3: basketball-heavy conferences. I
1: mean, that's they're fair. more of a mid-major than Gonzaga, though.
3: Depends on your definition. Dep- sure. Depends on your definition. To me, I'm looking at conference, not team.
0: Right. Fair enough. Yeah, so, I mean, just very crazy for the fact that you had that. Hot, hot. So many names that really aren't huge names in your way that are in that top ten and could have competed for it. Um, who was y'all's favorite? Who do you think you're going to see walking away with the championship at the end?
3: Can Can anybody say anything with certainty at this? I mean, even at this point, but right? There was no clear team. There was and no I, clear standout player. Down,
1: I'd say Kansas.
3: Yeah, Kansas is probably playing the best at the end of the year. So, I mean, if I had to pick the best team, probably Kansas. But I, I have no idea. I mean, we haven't seen basketball be played in almost a month at this point. So I <laughs> even at this point, I mean, I have no idea. Kansas would probably be the favorite. Tournament play is so different than regular season. Even conference tournament play
2: is wildly different from yeah. the national tournament. And I, I, I can't pick anybody because you have no idea. Mm-hmm. Good point.
3: Very, very good point. I, I mean, hey, Peyton, I know we're gonna have to get to it at some point. Um, So you, you let us know if you need a nap because the people are talking, want to talk some baseball <laughs> at this point. Um, But, but I'll, I'll let it be up to you when you when you want to take your nap, you let us know. Yeah. Just just go for it.
0: So on the NCAA tournament, one more thing to add on that. Now, Liberty won what, 30, 33 games, 34, 30. 34? 30. They won thirty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of 30? one of two
3: teams that won thirty.
0: So I think we have a share of the national championship.
3: Take it, sure. Oh, wait, wait. That that's kind of the UCF argument, isn't it?
0: <laughs> hey, uh, we, we could take it. So we, we played more games. We'll let it go. But all right. Um, Yes, Peyton, you can go ahead and uh, take a little bit of your uh, your nap here as we go on to talking MLB being postponed and. Something that I've talked about in our text group a little bit on here, and I talked to a few friends about, one of the things that I find most interesting about this MLB post or regular season uh, being postponed, we were just waiting, looking forward to seeing the Astros on opening day (laughs) beginning. How many batters were going to get thrown at? How many fights are going to be having the Astros beginning? Does this not help the Astros get a scapegoat on things quite a bit?
3: God, I re- I really want it not to help them out, but I mean, if if this if this goes on for a few months, yeah, oh oh yeah, it's gonna help them so much, and I hate it. It's I hate it so much. Just a yeah.
0: memory. It's not going to be the main story on opening day. Main story on opening day now no. is going to be we had to wait this long for baseball to get going. It's not going to be the story. When moving into Man, region, I mean, this be, war be, is going to be the story
3: before this before Corona. I was planning out like when they were coming to New York, whether it was Yankees or Mets, I was planning out when they were going to, and I, I figured it out. They weren't coming to the to Yankee Stadium until September. I was like, oh, that's way too long. I can't wait that long. And then I figured out, oh, they're going to be playing the Mets in either June or July. Let me, I got to buy those tickets right now because I got to <laughs> be there. I have to boo them. I, I have to see what that atmosphere is like. And at this point, I had have, I have no idea. I mean, I'm glad I didn't buy tickets yet, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't. And at this point, I don't know if I would like. I don't know if I want to go to like a Nationals game because this is I'm gonna want it to be so crazy and and maddening against them, and it's been so far removed that I don't. I, they just they're gonna get off the hook. Did like, Manfred well, did he
0: plant the virus? Was that this part of the scheme to get this to go away? Was this? Oh my! <laughs> There's so it's many theory. conspiracy theories out there. Bill Gates. I think Manfred is a uh, is definitely a culprit to look at here. I mean, I I would say – go ahead, Thomas.
3: I was just – well, I was going to kind of transition it, but if if you wanted to kind of continue it on the Astros. I mean, I was
1: just going to say that, well, the storylines are going to go away from it some. And if this goes on long enough, some of the suspensions, those kind of things might even be passing. But the one thing I don't think isn't going to change, I don't think the players Mm -hmm. are going to forget. Agreed. And so no matter what – baseballs
3: back, there will be something. Yeah, there there will be – there will be something there, but I mean, looking at the total implications of this for baseball, are they are, are they the most in jeopardy at this point, as far as the major sports? I think they, NBA they, is most When in you look at the undertones, team. it sounds like they might be the most in jeopardy.
0: Uh, I think NBA they can't come back and play a thirty-game um, season. No, I mean, but how, they, how, how are you? How,
2: how are you describing in jeopardy? Are you saying like, like in a danger of missing their entire season?
3: Yes.
1: Then, to, to then be honest, absolutely. Yes. How many games do you think would be the minimum that they I think play?
3: they? I think they need to play sixty to seventy at least, mm-hmm. uh, and I think they need a cutoff of. They have to start some type of spring training by like July first. Like if they need to be in in some type of, you know motion by july 1st or all-star break which is like they go longer into
0: november maybe even i
3: don't i don't think they can
0: go into december probably not december they've talked about going into november um the thing that baseball has going forward is you have the ability for the doubleheaders um which i would look forward to like i wish that the mlb just had that as everybody complains about how long the season is we'll shorten the season up as far as time frame goes and turn those into doubleheader games i mean that's what they used to do back in double headers were a normal thing before baseball games were played at night. I mean, that's how you got your games in was double day games. So get those going again. I think as long as they can get, like you said, Thomas, I think as long as they can get preseason or spring training, I guess it'd be summer training at that point in time, rolling around again by towards the beginning of July, if you can get a full month in for a half a month of July, full month in for August, uh, September and then a couple weeks into October, then maybe you have a, a shortened playoff. Yeah. You, I th- you, you have to be top done top with playoffs by
3: mid November.
0: Let it be the top latest. teams in the AL and the top teams in the NL play for the ALDS or ALCS and NLCS, and then play the world series based off <laughs> of that. Um, make it back to what, what used to be before two divisions, essentially just split it up for being a different point. Um I think if you see anything, scheduling may change up to where it'll go to doing away with interleague play during the season and setting it well, just league play.
3: The weird thing, I mean, I don't, you know, the reaction was definitely pretty negative today, but the new story out today was they're contemplating trying to start mid May and have all 30 teams, you know, go to yeah, Arizona. Arizona. And I mean, I have no idea how that would work, but yeah. they or if it would work, but that's what they're contemplating.
1: So yeah, like that's too soon.
3: Yeah. I mean, one can, how can you play all those games in Arizona in, in August when it's 120 degrees outside Two, are you really going to get team, you know, all these players to agree to go to Arizona for four and a half months and leave their family, unless their family's allowed to come, you know, there's so many different things to consider their issues. Yeah. So I don't know if that one really works, but, Maybe it does if you if you really can't, you know, play in all thirty the way, four locations.
1: The way I read that though is going to be something temporary. They weren't going to stay there for multiple months.
3: But then again, you don't know how temporary it is. What True. what if it has to be the four months there? You know,
1: and what if if that got to be the case? I don't think they would start it. Like I think they'd have enough insight into where it's looking before that. If They don't have that insight of how long it's gonna be, they're not gonna start it.
3: But I can almost guarantee they're not gonna have that insight by early May to make that sure, decision, so right? Then I don't think so, they're starting then. Yeah, I mean I agree. I don't think it's pretty feasible to you know I mean, three I'll, weeks. Think, from think now.
1: about this. Think about I mean, even this time he's kind of iffy, but a
0: fourth of July opening day.
3: I'd sign up for that right now. I would <laughs> sign up for that right now.
0: Freedom, independence day. <laughs> We're free from COVID. It, it's, it's really going to depend on how much the curve flattens here and how much we see things over the next couple of weeks. That's the next couple of weeks are going to tell us a lot. It's all about testing. Not just, not just about sports, yeah. but I mean, everything, how things are going to go. These next couple of weeks are going to be crucial to see how long we're going to be in this for yeah. um, it'll I mean, tell the whole story.
1: One of our uh, viewers just said money talks as well. Thank you, Joshua Dixon. It, it uh, does. The thing it, with that is though, I mean, it does. And that's why it took so long to get to this point, but, and while it still is going to talk, I think at this point, seeing that every league is canceled, it comes to a point where it stops talking.
3: Well, one thing money talks is is why I'm not worried about the NFL at all, because money talks and NFL is all about the money. So I'm not worried about the NFL. MLB is is a lot more complicated in that way, where even if like the, you know, the new plan of going to Arizona, you know, those teams are still going to lose so much money by even if they still play and it's only in Arizona. Because you know you MLB relies a lot on venue money. You know you're having 81 home games, um, and they rely a lot on that and TV revenue as well. Um, and and that's going to impact if you play all those games in Arizona and, and all that. So it really is going to impact it. But yeah, money talks, and that's why I'm not worried about the NFL. Yeah. But it does have me worried about the MLB, to be honest.
1: One side note as well, because you're saying like, what sport like is in the most danger? One thing to think about with NBA and NHL, and this is kind of a side note, but those arenas are used for a lot more than just the sporting games. Yep. And so – and those – like there's concerts, other events going on. Yeah, but those all those, those got canceled as too. They well. we already got canceled. Well, canceled, sure, but, uh, to a certain extent. But when they're trying to figure out when to come back, there's some things that haven't been canceled like later on in the summer and those kind of things. And so they're going to have to figure out the whole schedule with those to try to get in the season.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tyler Lucas says he misses you, Thomas. So.
3: <laughs> Tyler, I, I miss you as well. I, I don't lot. miss your Astros, but I, I miss I miss you as
0: well. He, he says it's all just delaying the inevitable. The Astros are going to win another championship.
3: Yeah, but so. then he said we're all going to die anyway, so it's, like, it's meaningless. So. <laughs> yeah, if you listen to Aubrey Huff, you know, there's a big meteor coming in three weeks, and that's why COVID started to spend as much time at home. So, you know, did <laughs> yeah. you guys see that? No, no. Uh, no, seriously, I I don't know. I I am worried about MLB, but hopefully, if they get in by July, we can get an eighty-one game season or something similar to that. Um, I I really like like we were talking about earlier, Kyle. Kyle, there's so many veteran players, and in baseball, yeah. milestones are big. You know, they're the, this is the sport where stats matter to the at the most for right. individual. You I know. mean,
1: they still have the lock. I mean, think
3: about the lockout shortened season though. Like they still. Got it shortened in, season. So. That's the thing. We have right. to play some type of season here. And, and sure. you know, the best case scenario, maybe a shortened season is great because then MLB realizes maybe we can do a shortened season moving forward and it's not as big of a deal or, or a transition to get into a shortened season moving forward, whether that's 100 plus, 120 games or, what, or whatever that looks like. And then maybe they expand the playoffs, something. There, there are some positives that could come from this down the road, but this year alone – I'm, I'm worried I mean, what, <laughs> worst case
1: scenario because i was just gonna say that thomas said hit like 70 80 games is minimum i think they could do less than that i mean you have 14 teams in each uh league 15 teams so you're playing against 14 other teams if you get out um uh, playing against the other league you could play three or four game three or four games against each team that's a 42 55 game season i think that's feasible playing three or four games against each team that's enough
0: yeah, Josh Dixon just made a point too. No All Star break probably. I mean, you're, you're not going to see an All Star game. So you I mean, probably
3: not... do do it what the NFL does, and at the end of the year, you know, you just kind of you name bowl. your Pro Bowlers and your All Stars. And just I know we won't have one of a game, but
0: could we still just get a home run derby then during the during the well, just that World Series? Just, jo-
3: Josh Turner said another thing to consider is if you have a shortened season and you're playing a ton of double headers, you can't have a 19 inning game when you got a doubleheader the next day and you had a doubleheader today. So what are you going to do? If it goes to extra innings, you have a home run derby. You pick your three sluggers in the 10th inning and you, you have a home run derby. I, you know what? It's 2020. I like that idea.
0: I, I like that idea a lot too. Let's, yeah. let's I'm, I'm a baseball purist, but I like that idea. That I mean, watch.
3: It, at its core, just have it for this year because it's a shortened season and it would be so much freaking fun. Every team and we don't up, have to just, like, a shootout. You could do like, yeah, it's a one, shootout. You could do the 10th inning. Like yes, normal, and then you do one Yeah, 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 exactly. Because you're, you're saving pitchers, and and with double headers, you can't have you can't have a 19 in a
0: game. Peyton, who hates baseball, would love that. You, you, <laughs> you would, would watch, watch that, Peyton. Peyton, wouldn't you?
2: Uh, who knows? I'm just glad I heard my name, so I could say something.
0: You, you now, get that You'd be all about. Yeah. Now
2: OK, so let, let me ask you guys this from, you know, commissioner and owner from a business standpoint. Do you even want to do anything for this season or are you just hoping that you can make it to next season? Depend because on- if you are because if you are playing an abbreviated season this year, then you're going to have to deal with additional negotiations with players on contract extensions because they didn't play a full year. You're looking at well, um,
3: I'm, I'm pretty sure they a lot of the, agreed well, on a deal, money wise, this year for the MLB players. They already came out with a deal. I think the commissioner already came out and said, you know, this year counts no matter what. If it's if it's not even played, counts as a year as of eligibility. If you had one year left, you're a free agent type thing, which is good. So it counts as a year of eligibility whether they play or not, which is a sucky thing if you're the you know suspended. And you come back, you know, like A.J. Hinch. they don't play a year. He comes back. That serves his suspension. But if you're Mookie Betts, you know, you just – you become a free agent, and now you can get your $300 million plus. However, um, no, I, to answer your question, you, you want to play any season. Like, if you're the commissioner, it's going to look – like, if you're Rob Manfred, I don't care what the season looks like, it's going to look great on you if you come – if you make a season happen and crown a champion.
1: Yeah. Like if you but crown a champion, point,
3: at what point are you forcing it? There, there's at, a, there's a anything, point where you're going to
2: seem desperate yeah. to try and get something out there. That's for gonna be like, for right, baseball, to me, I think it.
3: for baseball to me, anything under fifty or sixty games for a regular season, I think that'd be forcing it, um, because that's basically a you know a month and a half of baseball for for playoffs. Uh, I think that'd be forcing it. I think you need at least 60 games um, and then you're good to go. It doesn't seem too forced. You know, it's close if, to like an NBA, NHL season. You know, the NBA and NHL played 60 games this year, basically. If the MLB can do that,
0: i think with I double think double-headers, Tom, be all right. yeah. Tom, I think with double headers, all you need to be looking at is trying to get a two-month window to be able to have the season and regular season. Sure. You get sure, two man. months of regular season baseball double headers. You're talking 60 days of playable baseball. Um, give a couple days off that are in there with the double headers. you're going to be able to sure. get probably at least 100 games in between 60 days for each team. Sure, sure. Um, at least 80, I'd say, for 60. I mean, maybe not do a double header every day, but you're, you can at least get 80 games in if you have two full months. Sure. Um, but I, I think, to answer your question, Peyton, I, I think that they'll want it. It's just going to depend on how much they're going to have available to actually have a return on the investment of putting the season out there as to what it's worth and also risk of saying – we're opening up our stadiums, taking liability to have people come in yeah. to potentially lawsuits if something happens. Well, and that's the question. There I'm there,
3: gonna ask there, you. I, I mean, there's going to be no fans. There's <coughs> there's going to be no fans for a while, um, and, and I don't think there should be. And I think they should play in a college stadium, or they should play in in you know the spring training stadiums. But because I don't want to see an empty you know Yankee Stadium, I don't want to see <laughs> an empty Staples Center for the Lakers because it's just huge and, and ginormous. But, no, they they need to. there needs to be no fans, and they probably need to downsize on venues if possible, just to make it kind of feel a little more intimate with no fans. But, no, nah, f- fans won't be there unless it's like a couple of months of playing. Oh, and there's a one, treatment. Or, according a to one of our
0: viewers, Joshua Dixon, he said the CDC did sign off on that idea. So, um, sounds like something like that will, will be an option. So, I think we'll get something, but... Um, All right, moving on here as far as uh, one more thing dealing with uh, the spring and the cancellation. (sighs) Anybody, if you don't love golf, you got to love the Masters. And uh, (laughs) we're still going to have a Masters, it looks like, but we're going to have it when we should be uh, gearing up for college basketball season starting and college football coming in its full swing. We're going to have a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in November of watching the Masters. Beautiful not the same as April but hey I'm happy to at least still having it here. And what I got to wonder is Thomas, this could be our chance to go. Tickets could know be what? pretty cheap. You know what? Tickets could be cheap if they let the public in.
3: You need it. You know, you need to check right now. <laughs> well, I don't know if if tickets are on sale, sure, I'll take a look. I don't I don't know if they're even selling any tickets at this point, but if they I are sure.
0: I'll take, take a look while you guys are talking. Um, honestly,
3: I I'm I'm a little mixed on it but I'm just glad it'll be here at this point you know a mixed on it now once it's November I'll just you know be happy that we're still getting a masters that we're getting sports like imagine this like I know it sucks right now but if we're able to resume all of these sports by end of summer mid to end of summer the sports overload that we're going to get you know from August to gonna December is going to be it's going to be legendary like it really is it's you're going to have golf college football, NFL, baseball going into November, you're going to, you know, I mean, NBA will probably go, be done by then, but you're going to have so much concentration. Like college basketball will be coming back. Like it, it's going to be an overload. Like we're staying home now. We're going to be staying home almost just as much at the end of the year, just because <laughs> we have to catch up and watch all these sports. With the Masters. So, sorry, I, say, I, I,
0: got, I actually got it up here. I'm going to go ahead and share the screen. I found one thing on StubHub as well. Yeah, that's what I found. So I'm going to go ahead and share the screen here for it. So give me one second. Uh, As I'm trying this out to make sure that I can.
1: Also, when we're done talking about this, I want to comment on what Tyler just said. Yeah, I saw that too. It's insane. It is. You can do this, Kyle.
0: (laughs) Okay, I, I think. Nope.
3: Nope, you just got rid of Christian. I mean, I, I got rid of Christian. Let me. See. Our viewers Christian. are probably gonna
0: go up. Thanks a but... lot. <laughs> All right. oh uh, okay, okay, sure. Here we go. Here we go. I got. <laughs> yeah. I got. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna hide myself.
3: Wow. Okay. Okay.
0: But uh, yeah, so that's uh, there we go. That's how that rolls.
3: Did we lose audio there for yeah, we for the audio. minute <laughs> while you were doing that?
0: Oh, did you? Yeah. I? I'm not sure. I, I, I think know. so. Kyle well, was, yeah, was yeah, one of himself. <laughs> could you guys hear me at least? No, no, I oh. couldn't hear anything. I just saw, saw the scrolling could, screen. Everybody could hear, and you could see the scrolling screen. So, well, I learned something new there. Yeah. Apparently, I can't. I don't know it. if you saw
1: this on there too, but weekly pass is thirty three thousand right now.
0: Yeah, that's what we said. Thirty. I saw that. Okay. Thirty five thousand. Sure. Yeah. You, you want to split?
3: Anybody hear any want to guys. split that? Oh, you could hear us. Okay, I couldn't hear anybody.
0: You can hear anybody. I could hear you guys, I, I, but apparently I couldn't. So, sorry for the uh, technical difficulties <laughs> there. Learning how to use this new system on a whim on a on a Tuesday night. So, uh, yeah. Last year, I mean, the Sunday competition badge you're looking at about ten thousand so dollars. That's about half what it was last year. Still a little out of my reach for what I can uh, swing right now, Thomas. Um, just, just but hey. Maybe there'll be a global. Pan- hey, you're getting that government check soon, all right? Maybe there'll be a global pandemic in 2021. It'll be COVID 20, and we can look at going in uh, November 2021. Let's hope not, please, Lord.
3: <sighs> last, last thing before we kind of move off the 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 corona impact, implica- wow, implications. Um, the UFC as well, kind of still trying to chug along and still kind of do a couple of different events. They're going into what Dana White said they're looking into making an island or getting an island ready for their next event, which he's going to have it ready in one to two days. I joked about weeks ago. Yeah, he said he's going he's gonna to have the island ready in one to two days. Uh, hopefully it's not Fire Island. But, <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I joked about the island con- concept for all these sports, even for like March Madness <laughs> with, with some friends. Like like a month ago, where like you know if this gets really bad, why why doesn't the billionaire? Why didn't Mark Cuban just get an island and send all the NBA teams there in isolation and play? I mean, I who feel knew like that this, Dana White could get it done? <laughs> like, I feel like the fighters are
1: going to have to like get to the island, self isolate for like two weeks, and then fight. Because last thing you want, I mean, unless they have how some the tests, they are. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, but unless still, they
3: I mean, have. They could, uh, but. But I mean, WrestleMania just did it. Like wrestle, like wrestling, they're all over each other as well. I mean, they're not as much. There's no blood like UFC potentially, but like WrestleMania just did it successfully. No, I mean, I don't think they got a lot of negative reaction. Um, and it, and it was something to watch. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But still, they they got it done. Um, True. And it, and it worked. I I guess it worked.
0: All right, let's move on here to uh, the one we hate the most.
3: The reason we started this podcast the in the first place—the
0: podcast first place—now, do we hate them as much now? No, it's yes. it did drop a little bit. Yes, I still yes. hate. So yes. for me, it made me still hate Tom Brady just as much. I just don't hate the Patriots as much now. I still hate the no, Patriots. No, I hate them. Just not I hate them a much. little bit less. I hate him a little bit less because
3: he's finally at a division. I don't have to play him twice a year. <laughs> and now Jets I hate him have a more chance. he's in division. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now now he's your problem, Christian. So, so I'll pass him on to you. You can hate him a little bit more. I'll, I'll ease down on the hate because I still hate the Patriots just as much. But Tom Brady's old news. I don't have to worry about him.
1: I and mean, it's going to be – that whole division is crazy now. Like Tom Brady, Drew Brees – and Matt Ryan, we're not going to talk about Teddy Bridgewater, but for the rest of them, like, that's crazy. Uh, it, it's insane how loaded that's going to be. I mean, six games a year, they're going at each other.
3: Uh, is, it, is it now the best division in, in the NFL? I mean, it probably was I mean, close arguably, to that last couple it, of years. But- it
1: has been the past few years on and off already.
3: Okay. NFC West yeah. is probably the best competition this, this,
0: at this point. This may be an unpopular opinion, but do you really think of 43-year-old Tom Brady as an improvement over Jameis Winston, who was the career leader in yards last year? Maybe. Over Jameis Winston, I in yards. But I yeah. mean,
1: probably. Yes, I do. I'm not, not he, saying he's going to turn around the box, but he's better than Jameis Winston. He could be I, 80, and he's, he's better than Jameis Winston.
0: He's not, he may have less interceptions, but he's not going to have nearly the yards that Jameis had. So maybe ball control is a little bit better, but
1: I don't But also, so look at the it, that are the guys
0: they're signing now just because
2: they have Tom Brady. Tom Brady doesn't have to lead the league in yards to win Super Bowls so, or well, win that's, games. That's true. He, he's, he's proven he, doesn't he hasn't yeah. to do that. What, what I am curious about, I, I for sure thought that Tampa Bay was going to go and get some veterans to their offensive line and be a little bit more aggressive. But they focused on their defensive line, which was weird to me because they were – I mean, between – I think it was for rushing defense. They led the league for most of the year. They flip-flopped back and forth for the Patriots with a lot of things.
3: But DVOA, they were a top-five defensive team talent-wise. Which the stats didn't indicate when you look at raw numbers. But DVOA, top-five defense. But they had – I think they had the worst field position when the defense was on the field because of all the interceptions. So yeah, that was, that was the biggest thing there.
2: Yeah. But I mean, they didn't do hardly anything for their offensive line.
3: So I'm curious as to what they're planning. You can, you can rephrase that as you can rephrase that Peyton as they didn't do anything for their offense at all. Other than Tom Brady, right? They didn't make any, any changes to the offense other than Tom Brady.
2: I don't think they needed to do anything other than like their, some of their weapons, like outside, obviously they're perfectly fine. Like you need a cow running back. Maybe they're going to draft. So let's assume that's going to happen. They're going to, you know, put yep. their put their stake in like a Jonathan Taylor or someone like that. Give them a chance. See how they do. Um, but I mean, offensive line. Like you, history has shown us. Tom Brady has to have a line. If he doesn't have a line, he doesn't have. He doesn't have any. not, done, I mean, it's not with game. any cornerback. I mean, Jameis got Jameis got sacked forty-seven times last year. And now, granted. That's a ton, and he wasn't even number one in the league for how many times he got sacked. And you can well, make the argument, right. yeah, he's a mobile quarterback.
3: So how many are real? That's still twenty more than Tom got last year. Well, the thing is, how long did he hold on to the ball versus how long you know Tom Brady gets gets rid of the ball like that? So typically, that's going to eliminate a lot of those sacks anyway. But yeah, even still, if you I take mean, away if, some of those, it's Olaan's still more than got. It Doesn't got. matter. Yeah. Who we. The, the only thing is, we don't know when the drop-off's coming, right? It's 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 been a slow deco- decline, right? Everybody can see that who watches Tom Brady, the NFL in general, he's not the same that he was five years ago. He's not the same that he was three years ago. Um, he's declining, but what does that decline look like? What is, what is he going to be? Is it going to be a dramatic decline? Is he going to be last year, you know, Brett Favre? Or is it going to be... You know, 5% of what he gave you last year, which is probably still, you know, in the mid-range of a quarterback for the year. He's still, you know, around a top 15 quarterback, which might be enough to make that a 10-win team. So what is the decline? Is it 5% less of last year, uh, but also with more weapons? Or is it going to be, you know, a dramatic decline finally because it's a new system and and he's 30% worse he than was last year? He's coming
0: into a tougher division. He's coming into l- by far less coaching than what he's had with Bill Belichick. By far, significantly less coaching than with Bill Belichick. He's not going to have a running back with him or an offensive line. He didn't have. He didn't have a running back last years had just, a- just enough by committee to get the job done at New England. I would say. disagree.
2: I, I will say, well, how, did New- just how did to New go New back England to the coaching? Years
0: ago, it, it was running. It was running game that won it for him. I mean.
2: To go back to the coaching comment, it's not like he has a bad coach by any means. No, he has a good coach.
0: You're leaving Bill Belichick, which is arguably the greatest professional coach of all time.
2: With it's definitely who runs who runs a defense. He just knows how to hire guys who are smart with offense,
0: right? So it's not
2: like Bill was running Tom's offense.
0: I I just I don't see them getting ten wins. I, Tom Brady is not going to be enough to make a difference. I think you're gonna. What did they have? Seven wins
3: last year with Jameis.
0: I think you're going to be about that again.
3: In in, in will in Bruce Arians' first year yeah. with the team, right? Yeah. So you had seven wins with Jameis first year of Bruce Arians. Um, we'll see what they do in the draft, and they still have a lot of cap space left. What, what let's say, what if they add Jadavian Clowney to that defense at this point? Like I, you can't rule that out, right? I, I, I rule I, it out. Okay, rule it out. Fine, but they have a lot of cap space left, and there's some good mid range players left. Well, let's see what happens there. Um, it, it's an upgrade I'm telling you it is honestly an upgrade I hate to say it but uh, yeah I nine of ten wins is definitely I, I no way is this like a 12 13 win team. I'll give you that it's especially in that division it's not a 12 13 win team. They're probably not a top five Super Bowl contender yet but uh, it's an upgrade and they should have they should have a better record than
0: they had last year so the the schedule is not out currently just with everything that they've changed everything's been changed around on it but you have to play at atlanta at carolina at chicago at denver at detroit at new orleans you haven't scared me yet at, okay, new orleans is the one that scares me at, uh, up until that at, point at, you didn't scare me listen at atlanta is still uh, that's a hard enough of a game playing at atlanta no it's not no it's not um, let me hear what you think on this on this one, uh, Christian. Sure. I, I still think that Carolina, even without Cam, is still a tough ticket.
2: No, it's not. Whereas, is it home or
0: away? They'll play both. They'll play at Carolina and home. Yeah, that's Carolina. right. That's
2: right. In division, In division. I, I think. Car- I think Carolina is better than. I don't think they're going to be, you know, a junkie team this year by any means.
0: Right at Chicago, that shouldn't scare you. At Denver, shouldn't scare you. At Detroit, shouldn't scare you. At Norwich Christian, Saints, I think you're. I, th- I think you're muted. Let's no, that. now you're muted.
3: But anyway, all right. I never thought I'd be the one defending Tom Brady, but I'm not. I'm not. You're uh, you're, st- you're still muted. I think your uh, I never,
0: microphone came unhooked. Try setting that setting back up again.
3: Yeah, I, I really honestly never thought that I'd defend this, but um no, I I and I still think Tom Brady's will be worse than he was last year, and I think that he is declining. And I'm so glad that he's out of division, but I think if. You know, if he really buys in and the team buys in around him, it should be a better team. Offense should be better. And they should be a playoff contending team. They're not – they're probably still behind the Saints for the division, but they should make the playoffs. I mean, if they don't, it's probably a disappointment.
0: Right. I mean, I just – I think with playing the Saints twice is going to be hard, playing the Panthers twice is going to be hard. Green Bay, eh. Minnesota, Kansas City, Chargers, Rams. I guess they they could be. I play at the Raiders. I I guess you could see them as a ten win team. It's. I don't think Tom Brady does enough to improve that team to make them they're going to be able to make the playoffs. Well, all right.
3: Well, well, I think Christian is still. Still figuring out his audio. Can we look at the other side of this as far as the Patriots and and what that's going to look like? Am I getting ahead of myself and getting too optimistic that I think that they have a decent shot of actually being the worst in the division?
0: You and uh, Peyton have that conversation. I'll be back in a second.
3: I I don't know
2: about that. I'm not sure. It's going to come down to who their quarterback is. So they bring in Brian Hoyer again. So he's got knowledge of the offense, which is – you know pretty much all you need for that particular system i have wondered if they will give Jameis a shot or cam a shot
3: well so, right, here's the thing so Schefter this morning on espn said you know if you if you're thinking that stop it right he said there's no chance i mean you know schefter has been wrong in the past and you know you can't predict what bill belichick will do but he said no there's no chance um Basically it's going to be Stidham Hoyer and somebody that they draft or the off chance they get Andy Dolan. And and that's it. Those are the those are the options.
2: As I look at the concerns with we'll take okay, Cam, obviously it's health related. So that could potentially come into a different issue. But if we look at Jameis, what's his issue? It's turnovers, decision making and turnovers. Uh, nobody, nobody doubts his arm strength. Nobody doubts the fact that he can play football and he's a mobile threat. Um, but I mean, how many picks did he throw? Like that's just, that's 30, nice. So, 30, 30, 30 30. 30. Um, so I, I look at how the Patriots run their offenses, what Belichick demands of his offensive coordinators. And what is it? It's easy short passes to an open tight end or running back dumping off down the middle. You throw a screen pass out to the outside. If Jameis can't throw that, he shouldn't have ever played college football. I mean, that's, that's easy for him. Well, you I, throw I, the occasional downfield ball.
3: Yeah, I'm not arguing with that. I think it would be really fun for Jameis to go to the Patriots, and I think they would have a pretty good shot of being a decent team with Jameis on that team. I don't think it's happening. I don't think Bill Belichick sees that as an option um, unless you're getting him for like $2 million. But I, and it really sounds from all the reports that they're going to go Stidham Hoyer draftee, whatever they get or Andy Dalton. If he gets, you guys hear me? they're not, we can welcome back. There you go. Yes, welcome back. So we're, we're I don't know if you heard what we're saying. Basically Patriots. What is that going to look like? Um, and we're I, I don't think that Jameis or Cam's an option. I think it would be cool. And if I were if I were them, I'd give one of those guys a chance, but I don't think they will. So if they're not going to give them a chance, what's Stidum going to give you, right? What's Brian Hoyer going to give you for 16 games with subpar running backs, subpar wide receivers at this point, no tight end, a beat up offensive line, and you just lost the best offensive line coach. In in the NFL, who just retired again. Right. So that is a subpar offense on all aspects. Basically, the defense lost a good amount of talent. Right. They lost a couple of key starters. So and you lose Tom Brady. So what is that going to look like? I'm not saying they are the worst team in the division. It's probably still the Dolphins uh, as a couple comments come in. Um, it probably will be the Dolphins because I don't think Tua, if, if that's their quarterback will start, it's probably still going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick for most of the year. But I think there is a real chance that the Patriots kind of do a reset here and and finish as the worst team in the division. I think it's like a, I, it's a 20% chance here. I just don't think that we can count out Bill
2: giving Jameis a shot or potentially no. giving Cam a shot because what does Bill do every single year exactly what you don't expect him to do whether it's on the field or whether it's personnel um he he does exactly what we don't expect but it will be
3: have to be it will have to be at a bargain because what also does he do he He doesn't overpay anybody especially not even tom brady so you know if cam wants a one year two million dollar deal sure maybe that's what they would do but can you see Cam Newton taking a one-year, two million-dollar deal? He yes. he wouldn't take
2: that kind of a deal. I don't think he would take that kind of a deal. I think really? he'd need at least think, like four or five million. And I think Bill would essentially present it, saying, "Prove to me that you're healthy and that you can lead my team." Here's a, here's
3: the thing as well, cap space wise. I think the Patriots are second to worst cap space, yeah. behind Africa. Kansas City. So they you know they can't afford five million dollars.
0: I think on ego alone, Cam's willing to take a pay cut to be able to go to the Patriots and try and prove that, hey, you cut me. I'm gonna go here and win. I-, I think he'd be willing to take the cut.
1: Cam, I would say Jameis, I mean, I could be wrong, but from what I get, Jameis cares a lot more about the money than Cam. Um, I think Cam is one of the most competitive like athletes in any sport. And I think he cares more than anything, especially with the way things went down with the Panthers, with them hanging on to him through the beginning of free agency then saying, oh, you can get a trade and then just cutting him because nobody wanted to at that point. He's pissed off. If you look at his Instagram, he's very mad. I think he cares way more about proving the Panthers wrong and just showing out on the rest of the league. More so than the money. I can absolutely but see him be- going. To be I, I
3: agree. But also he's, he's made more money. He's been in the league longer. He hasn't won the championship yet. Uh, Jameis, you know, just coming off his, his first contract. So, you know, the money might be more important. I don't think Jameis
1: cares about that though. He just wants the money. He doesn't care. I, about I, winning. That
3: I disagree. Much. I think Jameis is actually a, a strong competitor who wants to win. I, I, I would, I would bet a good amount of money that Jameis is a guy who wants to win. And would factor that in just as much, oh, almost just as much. See, I
2: Cam has shown us nothing but, um, I mean, like fire in his game. Like he's always been a passionate guy. Um, but I do think that he is someone that says, "I know, I know what I'm worth." Okay, you pay me what I'm worth. I definitely see that, and for him, I, I'd say it's valid. I say it's valid. I think that he is worth way more than Jameis is. I think Jameis' is understanding MVP. of his is is. Uh, understanding of his situation um, that if he doesn't get a job right now, uh, he might be struggling uh, coming up. He might find himself in a situation where he goes for a while, has to work as a backup, um, and I, I don't think yeah. he wants to do
0: that. James I think Jameis will have, work for less. Jameis has to work for less because he's going to have a rough the interceptions and his locker room attitude is extremely well documented. Jameis is going to have a hard time getting somebody. To here's respond. here's
3: the one thing that I'll throw into that though. In a given in any given year, you guys are are probably right, but in a year where in an off season where you cannot physically do a medical examination on the player, who who's trusting Cam Newton right now? Like it's going to be a late signing. Like. Jameis is probably going to get picked up before Cam solely on the fact that he hasn't had injury problems. You know what you're going to get going into camp. You don't have to worry about the injury. Cam's biggest you're thing gonna,
1: right now is he's just going to – and he started doing it, um, just taping workouts and showing his arm strength. It is. Back. I mean, he's, but, he's
3: throwing 50-yard
1: dimes right now, but
3: no, nobody's right. Yeah, nobody's going to sign him unless they can send a doctor to him
1: mm-hmm.
3: or 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 have a doctor – send records to him that they wholly you know full-heartedly trust almost as much as their own doctors so it's going to be a late signing mm-hmm. it's going to be you know a couple of months down the road probably
1: but he is—it's going to be much closer to training yeah, camp
3: yeah but yeah. but i agree he's gonna he has more value at this point he's not going to be a backup he's your starter james can go in as your backup most more than likely yeah, you know, Cam, Cam Newton's not going to a team as a backup right now, right? See, I'm wondering if Cam
2: has in his mind too that um, NFC teamer bust. He wants to he wants to be able to get to the Panthers sooner or more often. I don't.
1: Think I, that's the I case wonder if that, I wonder if that's I in the back it's of his mind. Less about playing against them. I think it's just showing the whole league.
0: Well, um, you missed that on. I agree. Yeah. I, yeah.
1: I, I I honestly think the Patriots are his most likely landing spot.
3: Right, yeah, so that, that's a good point. Where is his most likely landing spot? Because the majority of the QB rooms are almost set, if I mean, not set after the Bears the draft. have passed
1: on him, the Chargers have passed on him.
3: Ha- have the Chargers passed on him?
1: Yes,
2: they it, did. I
3: mean, the, you sure? The are you sure the Chargers the doors, have passed on him? I'm the highly confident. Still,
2: the doors always still open, though. True. They, they don't. Mean, ha- they man, don't have you a quarterback set about anywhere now. Who Who is that, Peyton? Said, they don't have a quarterback. Who, which so, team? Chargers.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm that I don't closed. think the Chargers have closed the door because it's Tyrod Taylor, and if they miss out on the guy in the draft, if they don't get Justin Herbert or whoever they're looking at, then I, mean, I think why, the door is open.
1: It's just interesting that they would go out of their way to go ahead and sign Tyrod first. That's, that's No, no, no,
3: they didn't sign Tyrod. Tyrod was the backup last year. He was on the roster already
1: aka stick with him because there is talks from what i've seen and well, well, <laughs> there is talks it, it, about them signing cam and then i forget i was trying to find it right now but they made some sort of statement saying hey this is our guy which
3: in the nfl it, that means nothing means nothing and it, it goes back to my point of they couldn't get a medical examination on cam at that point that was still during the time i'm pretty sure during corona so you they couldn't do yeah, it, it was before
1: everything is before the leagues were canceled. But f- yes,
3: we'll see. I, I don't know. I, I really don't have a team in mind that I could see him going to at this point, other than the Chargers. If if they don't draft somebody with, I think they have the sixth overall pick. It, but but it's going. The, you know, there's always a team. You know that that'll surprise you. You know, somebody will get injured. Yeah. Um, you know. Maybe Big Ben isn't ready for the year because, you know, he's gone all cast away on you with his beard and his belly. Um, he's gone Tom Hanks on you. So I don't know. Maybe it is Pittsburgh. I could see that working I mean, out could as, one of them even Pittsburgh go down to Miami or something?
0: Well, while we're they on could, free Because is not playing. While we're on free agency and quarterbacks, I got to ask Peyton. How excited are you?
2: What, I Matthew mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. It's uh, it's a short-term uh, it's a short-term fix. I'm happy. I think Phillip Rivers is is good. But, you know, we can't have him in a situation like he was in San Diego, and I don't think that he is, where he's running for his life, trying to heave the ball, and had zero help from a defense. I mean, how many times did he come back, get a narrow lead, and then the defense would give it up? Yeah. How many times? Yeah. Or the kicker would miss or something like that. I so, am I mean, very I'm,
0: excited to see Phillip Rivers playing – in Indy. Uh, Cowboys fan all the way through, but I will be pulling every game for Indy that that you're not, I don't have to face you.
2: I I am. I am most interested to see where we go in the draft. I mean, it was a, it was a good free agency run. I mean, DeForest Buckner, I support it. A lot of people were kind of hating on it, but I mean, he's a productive player who's, you know, getting into his prime. And uh, I, I, trust Chris Ballard and his his read on that and the need to continue to strengthen our defense not getting complacent like we did three or four years ago um but uh you know bringing in Xavier Rhodes as well in the secondary got Mm -hmm. a little bit more experience he's going to be playing in a defense that actually plays to his strengths as opposed to uh you know Minnesota where he was kind of being asked just to like be an athletic phenom and that's that's not as he's he's an intellectual player he's not a gonna beat everybody that he's matched up against player um so i'm glad that we're we're putting him in a setting where he can succeed as well mm-hmm. curious to see where we go in the draft though um but yeah i'm, I'm happy with philip rivers well, so, yeah, you, so you, you, temporary mentioned,
3: you mentioned draft at this point is, is there anything else in free agency that we need to talk about before we kind of touch on the nfl draft which we actually um, still get at this point which is awesome you know we're, we're going to get that in a couple of weeks now, I, I will say this didn't happen. This is
2: what I wanted to happen. I was going to say this about Cam, likely landing spots. Um, Andy and I were talking about it, and I think one of the most exciting places for him to have gone would have been Chicago. If they would have brought him to the Bears, I think that could have been a very, very interesting look for that team. Mitch has shown us that he is he is not the guy. Um, you know They wouldn't have brought Foles in or anybody in they trusted that Mitch had what it takes to move forward. I would have liked for them to tear that band-aid off and to have brought Cam in. I think that would have really, sh- you know, shook up that whole team.
3: Fair. No disagreement. I uh, know no disagreement.
0: Um, Do I want to touch briefly on NFL draft? I want to say yeah. the NFL draft for quarantine special part two. Sure. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole can, episode at this point. That's a whole episode at this point. But we can we can touch a little briefly on it here.
3: Well, one thing I'll say is I I really am glad that they are keeping it. It's going to, you know, I'm not a GM, so news break. I'm not a GM. But so, you know, I don't have to deal with some of the hardships that they're going to have to deal with doing the draft virtually without visits. But I'm glad that we're having the draft. Um, Another distraction, another thing to keep us, our our sports kind of fed for a little bit. Um, But the interesting thing is, that's going to play out is this virtual aspect um, that they're going to have because every report that's been coming out lately is, you know, you know, uh, Harbaugh just came out today saying, you know, he's worried that they might get hacked. Right. Cause you're going to be doing all of this virtually. Every person basically has to be at their own home. You can't even conjugate together as a team. Uh, you know, you know, they're, you know, what's stopping Bill Belichick from from getting some MIT guys that are right down the road from him and, and and hacking all these draft strategies or something like that. I don't I don't know, right? That's a that's a real concern for some of these coaches what it sounds like that they are going to get hacked. Um maybe somebody'll steal their draft pick or jump ahead of them a lot easier or I don't know. I don't know what they're really afraid of getting out there, but they're they're worried from from reports. But it just adds another wrinkle into the draft which makes it more memorable, makes it more exciting. You know, somebody, you know, you know, one GM's going to not mute himself by accident and yell at his kids to, you know, get out of the frame or, you know, something like that. It's going to be inter- entertaining. I, Here's the thing. I, I hope hacking, so. Like, Aren't they all just going to do what we're doing right was, now? Just
0: use an app.believe.tv.
3: <laughs> enough stuff was already digital
1: yeah. to begin with before, like even when they were yeah. together that right. like, sure. Putting yourself on camera. Like, how, what are you? What are you that afraid of? Like, everything else already was digital to begin with. So, if somebody could exactly. have stolen something, it would have already happened at this point.
0: And NFL is going to hire top, top tier security, cybersecurity. Yeah, to run I think I don't. You don't, don't think, think so? Think- what?
1: Where?
2: Where are you guys coming from with this? At what point has Roger Goodell led himself to be a capable person to plan ahead like this? <laughs> Where where are you guys thinking that he has the know how to actually come up with a good idea like that? The teams will do it themselves.
3: Well, you might you might yeah. have a point because every coach is complaining about it now. Maybe trying to pressure him, or complaining openly because maybe they know that he can't do anything about it. So that's why they actually <laughs> are worried. I don't I don't know, but I think I think, I think it think is each telling. Team will take matters into their own. Right? Yeah, I think it is telling that coaches are putting their names to it right now, publicly saying they're worried about it. Uh, it's interesting. I, I don't know. I just I like it because I think it should be more entertaining this year.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm gonna like it. D- definitely different aspect to it, but it, it'll be fun. La-
3: last thing, because I know we'll go in depth a lot more in the in the coming weeks for part two quarantine special. Uh, what what is I know Peyton, you kind of touched on it. You're interested. In what your team's gonna do? Real quick. What do you think? You know, what's your biggest need? What's the one position or one guy that you need to come out with from the draft as, as a Colts fan? And we'll go around, I think, as for each of our respective teams. Um, for me, I'm looking at wide receiver. Uh, we
2: – I know the conversation has been around quarterback. You know, would we get a late first-round Justin Herbert or um, – Trade into the, the first
3: round at this point, you're What's his name?
2: Love. Um, Jordan yeah, Love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, that was all before, you know, the trade takes place. But uh, Jordan Love as well, you know. I, and I, I don't know if QB is going to be as necessary for us now because we can probably look at Phillip Rivers for two to three years, realistically, um, assuming no injury or, you know, nothing like that. Um, I'm looking at wide receiver. Um, T.Y., I don't know if he has, you know, that much left in the tank. He's he's getting more injuries Um, you know we had a lot of young guys this year that you know there wasn't a huge standout really to to say hey this is this is our guy Um, I think that we have a lot of room to grow there Um, I do think that we will also draft a young tight end Uh, having gotten rid of Ebron now you know we've got Jack Doyle uh, but uh, having been a tight end heavy team for so long and Philip Rivers is used to that. He's used to that game with Antonio Gates and with Hunter Henry. Um, you know, I, I think we're a team built to play to his strengths as well and what he's been used to in his own experience. So I think wide receiver first. I think uh, we'll look and see what's left on the table for uh, running back and tight end after that. And always offensive line. We will always draft offensive line.
1: <laughs> Christian? Yeah, I would say, I mean, everything. Honestly, it feels like it. Outside yeah, how much turnover back, did the did the Panthers
3: have this year, basically?
1: So much. I mean, we had like coming into this whole thing before Cam and stuff like that. I mean, we had like 25, 30 guys on the roster. Or so so <laughs> it's pretty yeah. bad. And then they got rid of Cam. Luke Kuechly retired. They just cut Eric Reed. I mean, it's a mess. I, ultimately, first and foremost, I say offensive line. Um, that's been a need for a long time. Uh, and I mean, if they couldn't protect cam, God help. What pick pick in the first Uh,
3: round do they have? What was that? What pick in the first round do they have?
1: I want to say it's seven right now.
3: Okay.
1: Seven or nine. One of the two, I believe seven, um, they're talking about, they might trade off. They might stay, they might go down. So who really knows? Um, but offensive line first and foremost, and ultimately, I mean, that's just their need in general, but, if it is rebuild, you want to build on the trenches first and foremost. That's what I believe, offensive and defensive line. So in both regards, that's what I'd say we, we need. The one interesting interesting thing to know is Marty Herney had his first like press conference since signing Matt rule. And he basically was – they asked him like, hey, are you guys going to rebuild? And he's like, oh, we're going to be as good as we have. And it was like. So you're not committing to anything like, <laughs> like, I saw on Twitter, like, Oh, let's start the slogan, like put on t-shirts, like as good as we can be. Um, oh man. But that's not promising either. Cause it's like, no, we need to go into a rebuild at this point. We lost our star middle linebacker. We lost our court. We literally lost the quarterbacks, the leaders of both sides of the ball. Um, and your coaching staff. Exactly. You can say, right. Um, all that being said, offensive line is the big thing that we need. And, We'll see what happens from there.
2: It's funny because I look at CBS uh, and their mock draft uh, updated, I think this morning, uh, and they have you guys taking a cornerback.
1: I mean, we we need it too. So we literally need everything <laughs> except
2: running. I, back. I, I, except running back. I look at I look at teams that that do have all of that turnover though, and in, instead of like, I don't know. I look at impact positions like how much are you going to make a move, whether in free agency or draft, to like sign in an impact position. And um, like, is is a cornerback the best thing that your team needs based on what's available in the draft? I mean, if their answer is yes, then yes, okay, I trust that. But I, I mean, I feel like I
1: cornerbacks have a really high turnover too. I mean, especially I mean, they get to a top like think. Daryl Revis, Josh Norman for the Panthers specifically, they get uh, good enough, nobody throws their way, and then they demand an insane amount of money, and then they leave. Who um, so, ultimately, I feel like that's not a position you would really want to draft high on. You want to find, They've found some pretty solid players in third, fourth round at the cornerback position. Like Look at James Bradbury and a couple of those guys. So, first mm-hmm. round pick, I don't really think that'd be the best option. Yeah, I
2: look have, at your your highest return on investment players to be drafted, and it's typically offensive line.
0: Who do they have them taking as, as a cornerback?
3: Yeah, is it the Ohio State guy?
2: Yeah, Jeff Okuda. Okuda.
3: Okay, okay, well, if he drops if he drops to them, I think you take him. Honestly, I, everything I've heard from Jeff Okuda is he's one of those can't miss guys from this draft, one of the three or so can't miss guys, and he's probably. I think Todd McShay said he's the best quarterback prospect in the last four years that. That they've seen so if he drops to you i i think it is good sure. value at what is, what is what pick do they have Peyton seven yeah i think that's good value at seven because i've seen him as high as number three to the detroit line ultimately so,
1: what i want is for them to get guys for the future that are going to help them out but get the number one pick next year that's what i want for them at this point
3: you want you want trevor lawrence
1: i mean yeah. I don't want to be stuck in the Matt Moore, Vinny Testaverde, Jimmy Clausen days for a long time again. That was miserable. I don't want to have to go through that again.
0: Yeah. So I would want Akuda, but obviously he's not going to drop number 17. Um, But with losing Byron Jones in free agency, um, Owose hasn't been good. (laughs) I think he has three career interceptions. Um, They did re-sign Anthony Brown, but – Dallas needs cornerback help. Um, my guess is it'll be the guy CJ uh, um, CJ Henderson from uh, from Florida. Um, he's projected to be a mid to late first rounder. Um, we're picking at seventeen, so hopefully he should be there at that point in time. Um, it's not that they, they got to stay in the, in the in the secondary. I think is where they got to be staying at. Iron Jones replacement. But you gotta replace Byron Jones. Not I I was pretty happy with what they were able to retain. I was sad about losing tragic Frederick. That was a huge loss. Um, but y'all give me a hard time about, about uh my boy all the time. And uh say it, Kyle. You know you you're not as much, but uh, don't don't well don't even
3: bring this up without don't don't even don't even bring this conversation up without Jared. He's not here. We we, we need to go down that road. I I am a hundred percent in Jared's camp
2: though for this. He and I completely agree. And Kyle forgot this guy's name too. Amari. I'm waiting for him to remember it. Yes, Amari Amari's Cooper. <laughs> You're like yeah, my uh, my, uh <laughs> I'm guy. trying to figure out how to go <laughs> the Steve conversation either.
0: next. Amari. I. I don't love the fact of what we ended up paying for him, but we needed a wide receiver to stay put. And he's been extremely productive top 10 last year. Now you say, Oh, it was in the NFC East, whatever. He still has shown flashes of greatness and has been very good since he's arrived in Dallas for the last year and a half. He's been there. I'm happy they re-signed him. I would like us to take a quarterback sometime later in the draft as well, too, just as a backup. Um, I would highly doubt that we're going to see Dak go anywhere else. I think they'll get a deal signed within the next year. That or he'll get franchise tagged again. Um, so overall, I was happy in free agency. Losing Travis Frederick, retiring definitely was a, it was a little blow. And losing Brandon Jones was a huge blow. So you, that's why I say you got to go with the secondary. It's got to be cornerback.
2: So let me ask you this. If, uh, if Dak gets franchise tagged again, do you think that he would hold out?
0: depends on what they offer him after the next franchise tag. I think he'll get one more franchise tag. I don't think they'll sign him in the next year. Um, they have the money to is,
2: is did you hear uh Stephen A's take on Dak turning down the 30 million? Oh the one a while ago? It's been I mean it was back when the deal actually fell through. <sighs> Essentially kind Stephen of, A I can
0: remember going back to it, but
2: essentially Stephen a thinks that Dak at that moment in time was the dumbest person in the NFL to get one of the larger deals that quarterbacks are going to be getting, uh, in that time in his, in his prime, I would say that he's in his prime right now. Um, and, uh, he said, you know, you ask for 40 million, um, this guy's going to offer, you know, 20, you want him to bridge that gap you don't stay at your cap yeah. and expect the other guy not to move at all he's like especially when that other guy is jerry jones who you know he's gonna play hardball and if you try and buck him just out of frustration he will hold as much as he possibly can from you so the fact that he was that generous he's like you take what you can get that's that's name of the game but for Dak to look back and say no i want all of it
3: yeah <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll go. I mean, with the jets for the
0: draft, basically two, two Our main. You're, you're speaking for you and Jared here.
3: Come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Jared <laughs> and his bad fandom as a jet might want a new, new quarterback, but no, we are, we are all in on Sam Darnold. Two, two main areas. You, you threw me off, Peyton. Come on. You don't, you don't believe in Sam Darnold. No, I'm hurt. I'm personally hurt. Um, the two main areas are helping Sam Darnold. Uh, we absolutely need a wide receiver. Absolutely need a wide receiver in the first two rounds. It, I mean, one of these, I don't know exactly what order, but you need offensive line and you need you need wide receiver. You need to support your young quarterback. Uh, defense is, is pretty solid. Um, I, I don't think you need to waste a first or second round pick on defense. So you need to do offensive line and wide receiver with your first two rounds. I think it depends how the draft falls. I prefer wide receiver in the first round. Uh, But, you know, if one of the top two or three offensive linemen drop to the Jets at 11, I'm not going to be mad as long as they pick a wide receiver in the second round Um, because you have to replace Robbie Anderson. Uh, Brashad Perriman's a decent pickup in free agency, but it's not a full replacement. You need to get uh, some better receivers for Darnold. Um, and, and, And they address offensive line in free agency. I mean, that's the only thing they address basically in free agency. Uh, they, they sound like five new offensive linemen. So they basically have a, a whole new offensive line, which is good. Um, but yes, you, you need, uh, you need wide receiver and you need offensive line in the first two rounds. All and right. Joe Douglas, we trust.
0: Well, <laughs> wrapping up here. We did want to talk real briefly on, um, actually two more things to talk on real briefly here. First stock Olympics, uh, crazy. We're going to be looking at getting that push. That's going to be pushed back uh, an additional year, so be five years in between summer Olympics. I think it's the only move they could make, and you're not going to cancel the Olympics. Yeah. Hopefully, this has completely died down by 2021 mm-hmm. to allow it. Um, Better be. It's, it's just how disappointing of you as an athlete, even though you're still going to be able to compete, but to have it go out an additional year. Um, I mean, it's better than running nothing running at all. Like, imagine
1: training your whole life and then it being just canceled completely.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: And, and at this point, right? If they if they somehow still had the Olympics, all these people who were training now that aren't able to really train for the last few months, yeah. Um, and then try to go to the Olympics, it would have been so thrown off, right? Because oh,
1: especially with the team sports
3: the team sports who aren't where wouldn't be able to train. And then a lot of these athletes really don't have money. You know, these Olympian athletes, typically, unless you're a top name, brand guy, you don't really have that much money and, and resources. So you're, you know, I heard a lot of track athletes, even in America, having to go to like a high school and try to train. And then they shut down all these high schools and you're trying to run, you know, you're trying to run a hundred meter sprint in your, in your cul-de-sac. Like, yeah (laughs) that's not gonna do it so you know um i think this was the best decision to move it to next year give these athletes the option to continue to train hopefully and in in the right capacity next year but um and give us some more time to learn some new names because we're not gonna have usain bolt we're not gonna have michael phelps you know we got a lot of new names to learn yeah (laughs) true
0: true it's we'll see the the thing that's I mean you used to have the Olympics were both held the same year for summer and winter. So what's gonna be interesting is that you're gonna have mm-hmm. it go out to being a year later, but we're only gonna to have to wait not even that's a full great. calendar not even a full calendar year between that's, February, that's going to
3: be strange. February yeah.
0: after that twenty twenty two when we have the Winter Olympics coming in again. So it'll be quick turnaround time between the two right there again. Which definitely will be interesting. Um yeah, we can definitely – we'll talk more about that as it gets closer as we build up to it. The other thing I wanted to touch on real briefly we didn't put on our show was college football for a second. The, so COVID-19, how big of an impact – we have no spring football. I think – personally, I think college football is going to have a lot of surprises come next year without having the preparation for spring and summer football Like to be able to have in the past. You have freshmen coming on who have had no way to be able to build up and be prepared to come out of campus. That normally you'd have all summer to be there, and then the spring football train to be there. Who come into early? Now we're gonna have to rely on showing up and all being there for fall and everything.
1: I saw that if they aren't able to get like camp started by July and and players on campus that season might be in the dumps. So, oh. Oh,
0: Would no, you?
2: I can't. No, no, I can't. I, <laughs> I am. I am of the opinion. I think it'll be fine. Um. You, yeah. you, you can do all your academics. You can do all your individual fitness. The biggest piece they're missing out on are not even team meetings. Cause you can do that online, but the biggest piece you're missing out on is actually being on the field and practicing. Um. Yep. I, I think that, yeah, as much as they are completely different, I think if the NFL can do it, then so can college.
1: To delay – go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say the thing is that with the NFL, their professionals, they're getting paid. They're, mm, there's going to be a bit less precautions taken because the players are getting paid for what they can do. When you have amateur college athletes, they're –
3: well, it's, and, it's and a you're also at, game you, you are at the mercy of, of the college itself as well. If the college is not yeah. open in session, you cannot really have college athletes and doing any type do of risk. But, yeah, because, right. like, I mean, and they're younger in general.
1: They're still kids. Like, there's the health risk of not having a longer camp, not having the training they need. And you're just getting into whole new scenarios where they need even more time than the NFL might need. You
3: are. But yeah. at, at this point on April 7th, with four months to go to the season or so, uh, I'm with Peyton. I, I don't think at this point, I don't see too much of a season. sure. I, 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 agree I, with I that don't. Much.
0: Much. Yeah. No okay. now for for me, I'll say for me, it's a little bit more I'm concerned. This season was already gonna be more than likely a loss. You sure for MSU football sure anyway. That? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm happy about the hire. I'm I'm good with it. Um but coming into a new season with a brand new coach. Brand new quarterback, brand new coach, brand new coaching staff, brand new defense—essentially, huge changeover. I was already thinking that maybe it was going to be a three-win season. Good shape scenario for me as a Spartan fan. I'm not looking forward too much to uh, to the 2019 or 2020 uh, MSU football <laughs> season and to what's going to take what's going to take place here. I'm looking forward to see what Mel Tucker does. Um, and what is does what staff brings? But that's a lot to change over and not a lot of time to get things together. And
2: so I um, I've got to try and find it again. I read a um, an article the other day that was talking about um, college football players taking the summer um, to double up on classes because they don't have their practices they have to go to. They still just have their meetings, but doubling up on classes to knock those out so they have more free time during the year. Because more than likely, a lot of programs will have um, exception given from the NCAA uh, to be able to extend, you know, training hours and right. things like um, that. Um, yeah, so that you know, when I see those kind of balances and those initiatives, you know, if they're being taken by certain players, great. If not, that's fine. That's their choice. But um, to be able to have that option to me that shows that they are optimistic while they may have a little bit more work to have to do. It's not like there's going to be, you know, a a delayed season or anything like that. I'm being hopeful with all of this too. Obviously things we could find out tomorrow. Oh, this is going to be, you know, going on until November. And uh, you know, who knows, but I, I think that they'll be
0: perfectly fine. All right. Well, that'll do it for us tonight. Uh, Quarantined special part one uh next week we'll be back for part two keep the conversation going maybe getting some of our old games a little bit more bring back a couple of do you know me's uh we'll bring in content to keep things going and to not only entertain ourselves but entertain others so i think i'll be busy going to the grocery store next week so okay i mean
3: that's gonna book up a lot of time i don't know it's gonna be tough yo kroger kroger delivery yeah, it's the move. Hey, we don't I, I, have Krogers up here in Connecticut. Yeah. I
0: signed up for Kroger pickup today, grocery pickup. The earliest I could get was Monday. Delivery, <laughs> you get a couple hours. Delivery, you get a couple hours. I did. I did. A, so I our scheduled for Monday to pick up our groceries. So
1: they literally just drop it off at your door for ten
0: bucks. For ten bucks, I'm going to switch that up then. Maybe have them deliver my groceries. It's amazing. That's that's a good idea. But all right, well we will be back next week uh, again. Thank you all for joining in, guys. Thanks for uh, getting together and doing this. Um, for sure. Sad we can't be in the same room, but this way we at least get Thomas back into the fold. So, hey,
3: this works. Yep. I appreciate being back. This is great.
0: Good to see you. All right. All right. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening.